What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Leah McCourt today before her return at Bellator Dublin next Friday against Diana Silva. Leah, thank you very much for joining me today. Two, two things I have to start off with straight away. Stormzy, we need an update. <laughs> I know, I know your friend Molly McCann. She was with him the last time. She, she, uh, she had to I put know. in. A, she surely put in a good word for you. It, 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 will Storms be walking you out? Is this any closer to happening this time? He, he won't be walking me out. But I am, um, I'm changing my walkout song for this this fight. So you'll see. And the person that I'm changing to actually um, messaged me recently. So it could be him or Stormzy. I don't know. So one day, one day it'll happen. <laughs> it, uh, that needs to happen. I, did, did Molly try to put in a good word or anything? I know you'll be talking yeah, about this for a long time. Did you see Molly was like lifting him in? Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Patty had to catch him and hold him up. <laughs> I think Stormzy yeah. was like, what the hell is, is this crazy? Uh, that uh, that did happen around MMA. What was that like? I know Storms you around your day of port, and I was around and different people. And was that that was been a fun fight week to be around? Yeah, it was so fun. I loved. I, it's always fun doing anyone's fight week with them because you don't have to fight at the end. <laughs> you just get to have the crack. That's always good. <laughs> you yeah. You don't have to fight, and there's no stress. So it's always. I always love doing fight weeks when I'm not fighting. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's a job. That, and the second thing I want to ask you before I get into the, the fights up. PSG. Why PSG? Why are you a PSG fan? How, how did that manage to happen? I don't know. I just actually, I think it's more to do with their their collab with Air Jordan. <laughs> I just, I love it. But yeah. yeah, big PSG fan. Oh God, they're the worst PSG. No! <laughs> they're the worst. They are. They're just like, they're everything that's bad about football. Like that's what, that's what PSG are. But anyway. I don't, to be fair, I don't really follow that much football, so yeah. it, I can't, can't make really comments. The jersey is nice, to be fair, now. <laughs> right? So, yeah. if, if I was going for it. I always look like a, like a PSG goalie when I travel anywhere. I always have, like, the tracksuit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, actually. I bet you get mistaken for, oh, you play for PSG. Yeah, <laughs> probably get it. yeah so that'd be the job. Plenty, plenty of money, anyway, if you're playing for PSG. So that'd be hard. I wish yeah. I play football. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the job. Uh, come here, I, I I know you. Uh, you just uh, arrived back in Belfast in the last couple of days. From uh, you were in Liverpool, where you? How's the? Not to start off with the whole question of how's training gone, but uh, you've been away. You've been in in Liverpool in different places. Kind of walk us through where where you've been since maybe the last time in terms of uh, in terms of training. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I. So in fe- February, I thought then I came back and was just like trying to get back to the place where I was enjoying training and not like being stressed and under pressure every time I'm going to the gym like because I obviously have like I did like three fights within nine months like back to back and I just wanted to like enjoy learning again even though like I obviously love training I just wanted to get back to actually like being in an environment where I'm like happy and content and learning and just like without the pressure of like a fight coming up or like weight cut or making weight so I, I did a few trips over to Amsterdam I trained in SB gym with Saeed he's coming over I think he's corner Melvin and I was over helping Molly get ready for one of her UFC London fights um so so my plan bef- after I, I was um headlined in the three arena 
back in 2020 was to, to, to kind of move to next gen and do my my uh, camp there but obviously COVID came and like it was two years of like not traveling and travel restrictions and it kind of just made sense to finish my camp there my the Sebastian Torres he was away in Brazil and it just made sense to finish it there so it's just been an amazing I think it was about 16 weeks I was there I actually filmed the TV show in the Dominican in May for the film month of May as well so I was away in the Caribbean and then when I came back I just did like 16 weeks of training over in Liverpool what was, what was that TV show? Um, it was actually Bellator arranged it I didn't really want to do it and then <laughs> Then I, I like the concept of the show. I can't really, they won't let me talk about it, okay. but it's going to be out in February next year. Oh, very but good. it's 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 a good show, yeah. That's exciting. Is, are yeah. you the only fighter in there? Or is there loads of, I, I, I shouldn't be asking, but is there loads of other people in there? Or, um, there's like other athletes and like Olympians and trainers and stuff, but um, yeah, it was really good. That should be fun. Well, what's it like training with Molly? I know, like, like just looking at Molly from the outside, looking in, her level has just absolutely climbed in, in the last few years after signing with the UFC obviously and, and getting to where she is a superstar now alongside Paddy it must be great to be training alongside someone like that who's aiming for the very top as well yeah you know like obviously me and Molly have been best friends for years and years and years like and I've trained over next gen since the start of my professional career and I've always been really close to Paul I remember the head coach there he's always given me advice and I've always he's always been someone I speak to quite regularly um so it's been really nice to just have my whole, like have that kind of team just as, as my, you know, just to be going to one place and getting everything under the one roof and just being able to focus on training because when I'm at home, I'm like, you know, being a mom, I'm doing this and that and doing a million other things. Um, and I stay obviously with Molly and her girlfriends in Liverpool and we've just had the best, best time because, and it's nice just like more so outside of training because you have someone that, knows what you're going through and how you're feeling and the pressure and the everything that I go through, she goes through. And and people can't, don't really understand it you know, until you're in one of our positions. So it's just definitely like had one of the best camps ever. That, that's fantastic. And obviously coming from the last fight, you know, going through things, going into fight, the, the last camp must have been one of those emotionally fighting, obviously Sinead Kavanagh from Ireland. Is that like being at the fight? I I've never experienced anything like it because... There's people cheering for you one second. There's people cheering for Sinead the next <laughs> second. They both they want neither of you to lose. They want both of you to win. And it was just I think I was like that too. I think I don't think I was either. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was so odd. How did you like how did you prepare for that minty? I know Sinead, like I spoke to both of you coming up to it, and you were both very respectful. And I think someone said something to Sinead and one of the media days. And she do you know she kind of like forced herself to turn mentally, maybe a yeah. little bit. I, I don't think she believed it. Uh, like, what what was it like for you? mentally preparing for that fight and in it yeah like it was I I was definitely like a lot more I don't know if it was pressure I just feel like it was I just knew it was going to be a, a big event and a big you know and such an exciting fight because as a fan it would be a fight that I would have really wanted to see and watch and um physically I wasn't 100% I had COVID I tested positive COVID like two weeks before and I think physically I was a bit drained and like definitely felt the effects of that during the fight it was such a tough back and forth fight and you know during the fight you all I could hear was like Connor like screaming for Sinead and then like somebody screaming for, it was very like there was so much going on during the fight if you know what I mean it was like quite intense um 
and there was a lot of emotion and, and afterwards I was so unwell I like had to be carried out I was projectile vomiting for like an, an hour and I couldn't breathe it just was so ill from from not being very well and then happens obviously such a tough tough three three five minute rounds um but do you know what I wouldn't change it and it's just part of my journey and my path and that was her night and she deserves it so definitely would like to do it again sometime I don't even it's not even the fact that I'm like she beat me I want to beat her it's just like I think it's it's like one of the only fights that really interests me and unless it's a title shot because it's just so it is exciting you know we're both get good attention and we're both from Ireland I think it's a fight that the second it ended, I'm like, that's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. It was almost, and I think I think even Sinead was like that. I think most people were like that. What was it like? I remember we spoke before uh, about COVID, like probably months and months before you you got it this time, and you were talking about like you'd done research and looking to seeing athletes with COVID and how it affected them. I suppose to get it so close was a little bit different, but did that kind of play into your mind that uh, knowing that you had it so close and when, when the fight came then? It was more so the wake up because I was panicking because I couldn't train. I was so ill and I was too excited. I was like, fuck, I was like, how am I going to lose? I remember putting on a coat with my sister. It was so cold and like doing steps, like doing steps around this like forest near us. And like had to just keep walking and walking to try, <laughs> try and cut weight. It was like, obviously when you're ill, you have to eat to, to feel better and so your immune system's better. And I was panicking in case I tested positive fight weight because I, I sent the... I told Bellator obviously that I had test positive and then but it was like 16 days out so it was like you're you're actually allowed to do it <laughs> so luckily it was like two days before the like inside the 14 day period <laughs> and uh, I was worried in case I was testing positive fight week but because you've got a recovery certificate it doesn't matter but um do you know what it's one of those things that you're never going to fight feeling 100% and I'm not making an excuse but I just am saying that like it was t- definitely tough physically um, because again it was such a like physical fight what was it like so like uh, uh, with Conor there you mentioned him roaring side, uh, cage side I think a lot of fighters probably have heard him roaring cage side especially those fights but I remember actually he was at a fight of yours before and he was shouting you on to, yeah. to be at a fight now I, sh- I yeah. think I was a wee bit like taken aback because Obviously, like, I like him and we've spoke, but like, at the same time, obviously, Sinead is being as close to him and teammate, but I just thought, I don't know, just was, I was just something I noticed when I was fighting and I don't normally notice, I think, because he was so close and usually it's just like the corner team that are allowed in that area, but obviously he was down as well, so... Yeah, yeah, it de- it definitely can be a, bit, a little bit overbearing. I don't think you're the first one to think that. After the fight, like there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about the fight itself and how obviously Sinead got injured, and a lot of people thought maybe that had played into your game plan. What like from you being into the fight? Were you just kind of taken away in the fight, or were you just kind of running empty from the very start and like your brain wasn't working the way it normally would? Because you would think in that situation you'd get the fight to the ground and you would win and dominate it from that situation uh, from from that point, but it didn't kind of turn out that way. The, the, it was one of those fights that kind of took a life of itself. What was your kind of reaction watching it back and you watching your performance in it? Yeah, you know, obviously, like it started exactly how I wanted to. I got the tape done. I think a lot of decision making really cost me the fight and making bad decisions and not having aggression because I was wasn't feeling a hundred percent. Um I also injured my arm like in that camera. Like that first minute was that was a, a tough situation to get out of. She I actually remember thinking 
am I a dick if I start kicking her leg? I was like, it's Sinead. I was like, I don't fucking look like a dickhead. Like, <laughs> like if I had been anybody else, I would have, you know. You can laugh from there. I was going like, to go like a scumbag if I have her knees sore and I start <laughs> listening kicks. <laughs> That that's a crazy thing to say. Like, is like is that a thing, is that a thing you've worked on? Like as well, like mentally, it's like I need to be more of a I don't know what the word I'm a prick maybe would <laughs> be the word about that. You'd like yeah. you have to be like yeah, just be more nasty. I think a big part of it's just like being nasty and, and having intent rather than thinking so much about like um how to win. Like actually, just being more aggressive. And I think that Paul and Ellis from like that added so much to my um kind of skill set and and mindset that you know Godwell and that'll show next Friday. What what is the you know the improvements your your game have been you know quite evident I suppose over the last while obviously we know you coming in with the, the judo background and your ground game is absolutely phenomenal but the striking has obviously been something that has improved been improving over uh, over the last few fights and we see you know in the camp you you know you just talk about Molly striking has been improving Paddy striking has been improving is that something you'd say coming in obviously we'll, we'll talk about Danny Silva in a second but from your own point is that something that you kind of worked on a lot coming up for this camp and are working on a lot to improve as, as you go I think it's just like any any of us we're all all we're trying to do every day is try and improve and get better and work on what what we need to improve on and it's always going to be you know you can't ever know anything. Obviously, I have a lot to learn. I still feel like I'm so, like, because cause I've been fighting on the big show since, like, my first pro fight, I feel like I'm still such a beginner in some ways. I'm like, I have so much to learn, so much experience to get. Like, if you look at, like, the top of my division, the girls have had, like, 20, 30 fights. Like, this is still only my ninth professional fight. So it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, obviously, I'm always trying to, work on every area and that is part of it yeah was it do you think it was like a little bit of a blessing in disguise because after the fight they announced straight away that uh Sinead would be fighting Chris Cyborg and now that's obviously not happening because of Sinead's injury and things but you could have been in that position as well fighting Chris Cyborg and it would have been brilliant to be at the top and fighting for uh, a title but at this stage of your career like it's you know Cyborg is obviously still very much in her prime and, and still an, an absolute yeah. beast do you think like sometimes people try to absolutely rush everything and vault people right to the very top immediately but like obviously you're still young in your career in terms of age and in the number of fights and like in 10 fights time you'll still be there and still in your prime is that the sort of thing you've been thinking about maybe more long term um I don't know. Do you know, I just take any opportunity as it, as it comes, and I just, you know, could have been. I don't. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes God's plans better than the plan that I have for myself. So I have to just accept what happens and not like I didn't feel sorry for myself and fucking gurn and complain and moan. I just got back to training and I just want to get better and be the <clears throat> just be the best version of myself. And you know, it is my goal to be like. A world champion is all I ever think about. All I ever want to want to do because obviously I was an amateur world, world champion. It just is like that's the, the dream, and uh, no path is going to be like uphill. It's going to be up and down, up and down. And I just I I know that, and I've I've got like that kind of mindset where you have to take the uh, losses as well. So um, this this is meant to be what's happening now, and we'll see what happens after. But yeah. 
Yeah, as, as my friend Ian O'Neill says, the, the the tough dog for the hard road and the pup for the path. So yeah, that's the that's the job yeah. on the hard road. Uh, I appreciate the time. The last couple of questions. What, what did Diana Silva find when you heard about that? And you heard you're getting it back in Dublin. Obviously, in this state, I suppose it was probably in your mind for a good while. Were you excited by that much matchup? Is that the the sort of matchup that you're happy to get back coming in here? Um. Yeah. You know, she's she's a tough opponent as well. Like she's no. It's not, you know, she's, I've watched a few of her fights. I think that um, she, she's she's dangerous striker. She swings wild. She's a bit, she's very aggressive. Again, like over twice the amount of fights I've had, like she's a lot more experienced. And, but I do believe I have the skill set to, to finish her. And I feel like I just need to turn up and, and do what I do every day. And I'll get the job done. Like I am, I am confident going into it. And I'm so happy to be back in Dublin. Like I, never take for granted these opportunities because like just you just to, like I love that I'm in this era of Bellator where they're doing these European shows like you just have to drive two hours down the road and you have the likes of Yoel Romero and Melvin Manoff on the card it's like it is a bit surreal whenever you're still you're getting to do this so close to home with all your family and friends around you it's definitely um I'm definitely very grateful for that yeah with Diana, obviously, she fought Janae Harding in her last fight, and you've obviously fought Janae. What did you think about that performance? You know, she kept going, stuck in the fight after maybe a little bit of a, a shaky start. She's someone who really doesn't give up on fights, is she? Yeah, she's a, definitely, she's got that heart and that, like, dog in her. You can tell that she's not going to give up easy. She's not going to go away easily, and she is aggressive. She throws with intent, and she'll come for you. Um, I think she she definitely was more aggressive than Janae in that last fight and she was committing to her shots and stepping through. But I think she, she her when you watch her fights, every one of them's kind of the same. They're not you can't see where she's progressed every fight. Every fight she's standing in the middle having a boxing fight and throwing some low leg kicks. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's a, obviously my game has turned into an MMA fight and that's I'm not saying she, like I obviously respect her skill, but I just think that looking at her, um you don't see that development and you know I think that I have more skills than than she, she's going to bring on the night that, that's definitely a, a fair break on the last thing for me you, you mentioned the crowd what's it going to be like to have the crowd back I suppose the last time was a bit weird the, the, I know what, it was so weird it was weird it was last time was so weird I don't know yeah I'm, I'm glad I'm back in the red corner <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be fun uh, Leah I appreciate it thank you very much for the time and, no and best, best of luck next Friday thank you Lovely. see you soon bye